the sporty show welcome to championship chatter with the commissioner volume 13 playoff edition this is for the 2021 fantasy season i am your host uh pat with the uh the commissioner of the league of enthusiasm and the dynasty league with me my co-host for the majority of this season uh l of the never nudes your defending champion of the dynasty league and so we're going to start off with the League of Enthusiasm. Um, so basically, we're in the playoffs right now. This is week 15. The The playoff seeds are as follows. Number one, Nick Yetis. Number two, come get some, Dan. Number three, the Guru. Uh, we all know that's Sean. Number four, your mom loves Black Trub. That is Trey. And then the wild card one team, Mac Flop Servin, Jordan, battling all the way back to that fifth seed to be the first wild card team. And wild card two, kind of breaking the curse, is the Shy Style Hot Dog Heart Attacks. You're defending reigning champions of the League of Enthusiasm, Tom, is the sixth seed. So we all know that the one through four seeds get uh, playoff money. So congratulations on your $50, sirs. Then we have the high score of the year goes to Nick for his week five domination, putting up 174.6 points. Then we have the Aaron Hernandez quarterback of the year award for straight killing it. Justin Herbert from Come Get Some, Dan's team. Then, the most valuable player of the 2021 fantasy football season in the League of Enthusiasm goes to Jonathan Taylor, running back of Nick's Yetis. Congratulations, Nick, on your three big uh, victories before you even have to play a playoff game. And that pretty much covers uh, the week fifth, or, you know, League of Enthusiasm. For that, let's pull up the app and see who's playing who. I know we got, so it's what? The Guru is facing Shy Style Hot Dog Heart Attacks. And we have Your Mom Loves Black Chub going up against Demac Flop Servin. So we got a pretty tight matchup right now between Jordan and Trey, but it looks like Trey only has a 5% chance to win with his Philly defense as his only player going tonight. And Jordan has somebody going tonight, it looks like. He has Matt Gay, kicker. For he, already the, hit, he already hit a 55-yard too. So. Yeah, so he's got he's got one one field goal, five points. God damn it! Travis Kelsey put up 31 points for him. Ooh, Stafford threw a pick. Should be at zero still then. Ooh. So yeah, this is a big swing for Trey here. Going to get knocked out by a wild card team potentially with. Trey with his on the heels of that Travis Kelsey performance, really. 
that's what did it for him because everybody else kind of did middling like and even some guys did next to nothing like alvin kamara puts up 3.1 points for jordan claypool puts up 1.2 point or 1.9 points for him that kelsey touchdown in overtime was pretty crazy like he was just weaving in and out oh that was insane his quarterbacks didn't really do shit either prescott uh 10.9 points and garoppolo 14.4 versus uh trey's trey really got screwed with his kyler murray 13.3 points and he left some points on the bench with james robinson i mean you're miles gaskin only got him 5.4 so yeah he could have he could have gotten like an extra nine points. Which would have been huge actually in this. Even though I, I don't think he has a chance. Then in our other matchup of the week, we have Shy Style Hot Dog Heart Attacks, the sixth seed versus the number three seed. And he is Tom is dominating Sean. 119.2 to 63. Sean has Daryl Henderson playing. Metcalf playing and Cooper Cup playing. All of them combined has him at less than one and a half points. No, yeah, that Stafford just threw a pick and it said it was uh, intended deep for Cup. So that kind of sucks because they were just outside the red zone. So Cup might have been able to score for... uh, Tom can't score any more points, but Sean needs big performances from every one of his guys. I, I don't think it's in the cards for you this year, Shawnee. Sean sucks. But that is your League of Enthusiasm wrap-up for the first week of the playoffs. Wild card weekend. Dun-dun-dun. All right, now we are at the Dynasty League portion of the podcast. Why don't you take it away, Al? What do you want me to go over these uh these picks here? Well, see you later, Dan. But <laughs> hey, I mean, Dan, maybe you should pay attention if you're potentially going to be in this league. Yeah, exactly. Um, so as we're recording, it's the start of the second quarter for the two Tuesday night games. Uh, there's still two matchups where there's a small chance Tom can make the playoffs. He needs to hold out the victory over Jake. He's currently up seven point nine points. The mighty have fallen. Yeah, he's got Matt Gay, which I said he already hit a 55-yarder, so it's five points for him. Um, Jake's got Russell Wilson, though, still. Uh, I believe Tom might have a second player. Who is... Oh, DK. Yeah, so like, there's a chance that, um, obviously, if DK does well, Russ, Russell Wilson's doing well. I mean, Russell so, Wilson could do bad, and, and DK yeah. could still could do really good. Yeah, it's it's usually tough for quarterback or receivers to do very well if the well, I mean, if he if he so. throws for like, I guess like a hundred yards. Yeah, if he throws for like a hundred and seventy five and a touchdown, 10, 10 to four. and and eighty of it goes to DK and DK gets a touchdown. Yeah, it's definitely possible. So Tom would need to hold that off, and then he would need Sean to hold off victory against Mark, uh, who's down. Uh, seven point seven points right now. 
Uh, he's got uh, Mark's got Matt Stafford left, who at this current moment has zero points because he has uh, over 50 yards, but he threw that interception, so he's back down to zero. Uh, it'll be close. Um, but yeah, you know, Tom went back to back, then lost for uh, in the first round of the playoffs last year, and then now he's he's out. Likely out. Likely out of the playoffs. Yeah. <clears throat> but it's not like he felt like there's five good teams. Someone had to miss out. Whoever missed it's going to be pissed, which after my fucking lineup debacle last week and not forgetting to put Dalvin Cook in and it costing me, I'm like, if I missed playoffs one. I mean, you're playing me. <clears throat> yeah. So. Like, I shouldn't a lot, but like, who, who fucking knows? Like, your random ass shit end of the bench players score a couple touchdowns and you know like people play like kyler murray did come on goddard get a fucking touchdown miles sanders is pretty disappointing though like he i thought he was doing a lot better than he ended up being Hmm, but that was a nice that was a nice little i thought you were pretty high on him no i didn't really like him Cause who was the who was the running backs that year? That was Jacobs, him, and Montgomery. I think I was uh, I was in on Jacobs, and then I was kind of like, man, both the other guys. Although I think Montgomery has proved to be a pretty decent quarter or running back. Yeah, I think if those two would have switched, because I think Sanders is more talented than Montgomery. It's just Montgomery's had that situation where he's the feature guy where. For some reason, the Eagles want to use four use, running yeah. backs. One. Well, they they follow the same thing that San Francisco does. Yeah, but to me, I think Sanders is clearly the best running back out of all those. Like, I like the using Jordan Howard as a role player, like between the tackles and shit. If they're going to be a run dominant team like that, like him getting ten to twelve carries, but like I would still feature uh, Sanders, especially in the pass game, which they've been doing a little bit this game so far. So. But yeah, I mean, like, that's basically what, what this whole season has come down to, right? Is it, it put a strong divide in the league of good versus bad teams. And so there's five teams that are like in the process of rebuilding or whatever Trey's doing. I, don't, I like, yeah. Um, I like, uh, I like the divide. I like that there wasn't, it wasn't just, these are the four playoff teams. I like that there is five. Um, you know, if you can get a six six playoff team, but like with the potential idea of expansion too, like yeah, we'd be adding two more teams, but there's also in that scenario would be two more playoff teams. Um, so just from that, you have a better chance. You know, it's a fifty percent chance of making playoffs rather than forty percent. So like, yeah, you're increasing people, your odds of making the playoffs. Yeah, and even if you're you're not thinking of a team, it literally three good weeks or you know you you don't even have to have good weeks you, you know if you just have a good matchup your opponent is shit you know obviously it's not super likely so to go all in if you're a mediocre team is probably not the smartest thing but like you at least have a chance there's something um but no i like that i like the fact that how many teams started selling off pieces uh it was a smart move uh we have somewhat or at least uh a defined uh, lottery picks, the one through six. Uh, it goes Sean, who got his pick, which uh, was from you. Uh, I don't remember what that what trade that was from. 
but uh, too many, too many to remember. It was probably a trade where he got it from somebody else. Yeah. Um, And then Sean had the second pick because his team was terrible and he had the second worst team. Uh, Then Ryan has Trey's pick, which I believe has been passed around as well. Um, I think he used that to. That was, I believe, for Hertz from Tom. Possibly. So that's. I don't know, pretty good. I, I'd say pretty good deal on both parts. Like, I'm not sure how good this draft class is supposed to be. So that's kind of the downfall of rebuilding, at least for this season. It doesn't seem like it's going to be super high caliber class, but who the hell knows? All it takes is a couple good, you know, the right players even, to go even to the in right bad, spot. Even in a bad draft class, there's still five good guys. And I'm not yeah. even saying that that's well, going to be the top five guys either. It could be. Think of 2017, that was a bad quarterback class, and Mahomes and Watson came out of there. So, you know, it's just because it's not, doesn't seem as likely. Like, it, there's there's still the possibilities, and I'd rather have the picks than not have the picks. So, um, but yeah, Hurts for how cheap he is and how he's been playing. It's just a matter of as long as he's a starting quarterback next year. Because with the Eagles having three first round picks, who knows what they're going to do if they can. Uh, I think it was basically this was the year that he auditions. Yeah. I think he was decently good enough. Like, if they stuck with him, I wouldn't be surprised. But, like, I think it's more likely if he doesn't have a – if he's not the starting quarterback in Philadelphia that they're trading for a Rodgers or a Watson or a Russell Wilson type than for them to use one of those picks or, like, trade up those picks to get a quarterback in the draft. Because it doesn't seem, at least from everything I've seen so far, that – the rookie quarterbacks this year would be any better than what Hertz is. So, um, Rob's got the fourth pick that he has. That was his own pick, uh, which I believe he got back from Jake in the Wilson Montgomery trade. Uh, Ryan's got his own pick at five. He got that back from me from Delvin Cook, and then Ryan owns Tom's pick. I'm not sure from what. Um. This is, again, assuming that Tom is the one out of the playoffs. If not, that would be going to Sean, who's got Mark's pick. And then Rob's got Jake and Zach's pick. So depending on the playoffs, it's between 7 and 10 for both of those. All right, all right, all right. Is there anything else that you wanted to talk about uh, this week? I know it's a a lot shorter of a podcast, but... There's not as much to talk about in the playoffs. I uh, I was more hoping Stafford would have scored a couple of touchdowns by now, just so it was definitive. Something. That that Tom was that's not going to make it because if if Mark wins, he's and he's a he's a game ahead, so um, Tom would have him on points, but they would need to get the same record, so that's why Mark would need to lose. And it's a lot easier if it's like oh Stafford threw two, two touchdowns, he's going to win over, but it does make it more exciting. I hope at this point it comes down to the wire that uh, I guess keep thinking about if you want expansion uh, so far, Tom's the only person who's really responded in a positive sense after he changed his mind from being very against it. Um, so my idea is in the off season to do kind of like a mock of what would happen if we expanded like, and if, expansion was happening this off season which it wouldn't happen yeah. even if we were going to do it yeah i already you know once you you know once we were talking about that the other day i kind of went over my team and if we did expansion this year which obviously we said we weren't going to do um there'd be good people out there 
in that expansion draft that I'd be giving up. Like, I know Dalvin Cook was out there. James Conner was out there. Um, Jerry Judy would be out there. I think maybe Kelvin Ridley was. But I think we were also talking about with the caveat that like was, you're only gonna lose a maximum of two players. Yeah, everyone or, would like, be giving up two players. Um, you know, we'd even we even talked about like you can just pick up two players, and if everyone else on your team's under, you just pick up two players and say these are the two, take them, and that's it. So like, you can rig it and set yourself up to where you're not giving up. But then also that the people you keep would have to be under you know, whatever thing we agree with, whether it's salary cap or a certain number of players. So, but I don't think it, I don't think it'd be, I think it, it's a net positive with everything. Um, it would definitely change. Yeah. How I, the league's been, I feel like it, it really only affects one off season. And I don't think it'll, I think what people's biggest worry is, is that they're like, Oh man, I spent like the past, you know, seven years building this team and now you're telling me i gotta gut it be like no well only two guys can get taken and then if we're like if we're doing the hype like hypothetically if we're doing the 300 dollars salary like you obviously can choose to keep who you want to keep under that salary and then anybody else that's over it you're putting in because like i've already looked at mine i'm like oh yeah i'm all like i'm putting guys out there that you wouldn't want to take we should um yeah like we can do a mock one you know we would just kind of guess who who would keep what assuming we do the 300 dollar budget like do that after the free agency starts in like march or whatever so once a couple of people get switched teams there's a little bit better value because there will be there's usually a little burst right after the off season of some a couple of people make trades you know, if there's something that they already know what they want to do. And then usually end of February, the combine and then free agency starts right after. So like, there's a little bit there. And then obviously once the NFL draft happens, there's a little burst there. So a couple, couple quiet pockets we can do it in during. So, and my idea is like, um, what was the saying? Like, so assuming we're doing this in 2024, My idea would be, okay, as soon as the season's over and we enter the off season, I immediately want to get the the draft situation figured out. So I I would just like me and you would as basically far as the draft order you're talking about. Yeah. So like me and yeah, you yeah. would basically just be like, All right, this is what we're gonna do. We're gonna sit here and we're gonna put eight numbers in a hat and yeah. and then you're gonna pick for one of the teams, I'll pick for one of the teams. And whatever number they pull out of the one through eight is where they're drafting. Uh-huh. And it's just that's where they're going to be put into the draft. So, like, if they get the one one, it just everybody else falls in after that. Yeah. Yeah. It's follow your own, you know, wherever your uh, slot you're in. Or and then the playoff teams obviously will fill out the nine, 10, 11 and 12 spots. Which that would, you know, there's some some smaller things, too, where it's like with two extra teams that's six extra draft picks like you know there's like my first i remember my first uh year when i joined the third round of the draft was really weak um but then also since then there's been like i remember juju was an undrafted guy who for a while was like a superstar 
um which even now like on a small deal is definitely worth like his contract and stuff um lavisca chenault was undrafted um you got hurts last pick i remember i got chris carson that my one year uh i got him undrafted for like four bucks or something so like these you know there's definitely people worth taking long shots on plus with positions getting thinned out getting that random shot in the dark um has its value plus think of it as um the you know contracts like they're you know you're gonna be adding six more picks it's just gonna make the end of the draft you know super cheap too which i guess that's one thing we didn't think of before uh no but we're gonna have to adjust the rookie scale we're gonna have to adjust the rookie scale a little bit but not by much yeah But, yeah, that's pretty much uh, this week's podcast. We'll be back next week with another playoff edition. And, uh, yeah, until next time, uh, fuck off. I got playoffs to watch. Let's go, Stafford.